someone's cursing my lord late night lunch someone's puffling my lord late night lunch someone's growing my lord late night lunch oh lord late night lunch this is a post watershed production Hello, Peter. Hello, Paul. Welcome, one and all. Wipe your feet, kick your shoes off, and get out of those wet clothes. We're here to tease, towsel, and titillate you for the next hour. I, Aaron Bliss, am the unsettling master of the house. Let me take your coat. My glamorous assistant, Mike, will fetch you a shot of his own high-protein homebrew, and we'll welcome you to tonight's show. Welcome. Minions. And ironically enough, that introduction has absolutely nothing to do with tonight's theme. Nothing at all. No. You might have believed that I was leading you basically, I was leading you on a wild goose chase, or a wild puffin chase as it were. Uh, Because of course, you might have thought that the theme was something along the lines of hospitality or, I don't know, houses. (laughs) But tonight's theme... Or glamorous assistants. Or glamorous assistants perhaps. Or drink spiking. But, in fact, tonight's show, Mike, is about... Puffins. Uh... To to be honest, puffins (laughs) could fit in with it, because tonight's theme is flight. The theme of flight. And it's such a vague word that evokes so many kind of images of different things. We'll start, Mike, by saying that I were to wait... If I were to wager that... Sorry... Let me rephrase that. If you were to ask a hundred people what what one wish they could have to transform themselves, like one gift that they'd be able to possess, mm. I'd wager that most of them would probably veer between being invisible. Yep. So you can hide in the ghost changing. Yes, yeah, reading people's minds. Yeah. And being able to fly, I think, personally. Yeah, maybe time travel as well, but yeah, I'd there'd be some puffins that would go for immortality. That that would be a really bad choice. Yeah, as we've learned, as we've learned from many many movies. But I hear they're working on that in uh, in Russia right now. Steven Seagal, at <laughs> all. So, Mike, what do you think about flight? Is that something like? We, we, okay, well, let's 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 see what you would answer to that. If if I was to ask you that question. What would be the ultimate skill that you'd love to possess? I'm not. Pro- I'm probably not the best person to ask this question because I literally would you be possessed by your pecker? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I uh, I literally possess all. I am. I I possess all of the skills. Air large. Yeah. I are uh, skillzilla. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I possess all of the skills. Oh, really? Um, all all skills ever invented, yeah. I, I possess them. So, um, what skills would I add? None, because I couldn't. Because you know, I already have them all. There you go. Oh, I'm, I'm <clears throat> sorry. There's a. I I I just detecting a a a, a tangy kind of odor of uh, male cow feces dung. Just wafting through the air, but I, I don't know. I don't know where that's come from. Well, neither do I. No, nothing I've said. 
<laughs> so we understand that flight is the process by which an object moves through an atmosphere, most commonly the air, or beyond it, as in the case of spaceflight, by generating aerodynamic lift, propulsive thrust, aerostatically using buoyancy, or by ballistic movement without direct support from any surface. Hmm. Yeah, I've, uh, I've got... S- Quite I've heard you've got a bit of propulsive thrust now and again. That is exactly where I was usually going with when that. You, usually when you've had a, a vindaloo, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Mike, when we talk about the the different ways that you can consider yourself in flight... <clears throat> yes. I mean, for instance, aerodynamic lift. I'd imagine that's... The, the way that I picture that is... Um, oh, God. What are those uh, military aircraft that kind of... Hovercraft. No, not hovercraft. Although hovercraft, I guess, would... But that's not technically flight, is it? But that's kind of... Yeah, but it's not flight. So... But it's the same. Uh, I guess it's the practical... Are you thinking of aeroplanes? No. The, which are the which are the kind of military planes? Like the MiGs, the stealth jets that, that you know, can lift up on... Don't need a runway. That can just... That just, just hover. It's good. Yeah. But they they go, can just... Yeah. Just go straight up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what are they? Fucking hell. Apologise to any uh, military obsessives, because uh, that, that's probably a really, really obvious one. Yeah. I'm sure someone like Shaggy, for instance, would know that. He would, yeah. He'd be shouting at us now. Yeah. I can, I can picture it. I, can pi- I know what aircraft I'm talking about, but I'm afraid oh. I'm, afraid I'm oh. not a vehicle fetishist oh. of oh. any kind. I've let everyone down. I feel like I've let everyone down. I feel like you haven't given us enough. Uh, propulsive thrust. Actually, uh, maybe I'm thinking of propulsive thrust rather than aerodynamic lift. Because no, no, no. Propul- no, sorry. Aerodynamic lift yeah, would be straight up. Propul- mm. Propulsive thrust. That 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 would be a plane on a runway, wouldn't it? Mm. Oh, no, I don't think aerod- aerodynamic lift means straight up. I think that's the lift you get because of how something's designed. So it's moving and. It, the way it's designed creates the lift. Right. Uh, would be my understanding of that. Okay, well... And it looks like I'm correct, so that's fine. No, 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 I don't think it does look... That's so fine, don't worry about it. I normally am. Oh, anyway, propulsive thrust... I'll show you before. Propulsive thrust, I would have thought, is, is like when a plane reaches its maximum velocity before it starts lifting off the ground. No, it's it's when I get a little bit too carried away, oh. thrust a little bit too hard. You don't want to hear people, about your proposal. People go flying, literally. So. Really? <clears throat> I can think of certain people who... Should, Kevin's should, on yeah. <laughs> you can't send You can't send the big boy flying. No. 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 He, he tumbles a lot, being a puffin, but I, yeah. get, I don't think he flies. He's no. not got those kind of wings. No. He's got like little, little tiny bingo wings. Not enough for him to take off. No. The only thing he's got flapping around is... Uh, <laughs> oh, don't say it. No. No. Too, too low. Too low. All right. Even for this show. Yeah, aerodynamic lift... lift prolapse. Up. I don't think a prolapse helps you to take off. I think he does the opposite. No, it's what he's got flapping around. Oh, I can imagine. Anal prolapse. For some reason I just pictured someone falling out of a plane and then just prolapsing. <laughs> Anyway, you were saying something sensible then. I was. Uh, aer- <laughs> doesn't happen very often, but... No. Aerodynamic lift and propulsive thrust, I think they are what we thought they were. 
pretty well, much. they are whatever we say they are. Yeah. If exactly. they weren't, then why would we say they are? In the papers, <sighs> can, can the stop? news every day. Uh, Thanks, MNL. <laughs> so, boy, are you uh, aerostatically radio using just said they were buoyancy or by ballistic movement? Ballistic movement. Now, that's something I can really get my teeth into because it makes me think, like propulsive thrust, of of for instance flight. That that reminds me of firing a rocket, basically. For instance, oh, I'll fire a rocket. You would be in flight if I uh, strapped you into a trebuchet and fired you into the castle wall at great speed. Yeah. <laughs> because for a few seconds, you would be in flight. Wouldn't hurt me. Castle wall would be uh, Yeah, ca- castle wall would, wall would just be, what, li- liquefied? It'd probably just crumble before I got there in fear. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm glad we, uh, glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> Many things fly from natural aviators, such as, of course, birds, bats, and insects, to human inventions, such as missiles, aircraft, airplanes, helicopters, and balloons. Or rockets such as spacecraft. Mike, what do all these things have in common? They fly. Boom. Thank you for getting the conversation stone dead. Thank you. As if I'm here all night. The engineering aspects of flight are studied in aerospace engineering, which is subdivided into aeronautics, the study of vehicles that travel through the air, and astronautics, the study of vehicles that travel through space, and in ballistics, the study of the flight of projectiles. Yes. So... Can we break like this? your crossbow. Exactly. My crossbow that doesn't tend to hit many of the targets that I'm aiming for. But keep your window open at the wrong time. <laughs> Watch out. You'll have a you'll have a strongbow moment. <laughs> so Mike, he's got a picture on the uh, Wikipedia page of flight which amused me, which is a hummingbird. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of hummingbirds? Because they've got a reputation as uh, pretty ravenous little creatures. Pretty, they're pretty impressive. Things. Don't they have to drink like two and a half times their body weight in nectar every day? I don't know, something like that. But they're pretty impressive. I mean, do you know the information about how fast their wings? I don't go on, go on. No, Surprises. I don't know either. I was oh. just hoping you did. No, yeah, they're it's incredible. It's something ridiculous, like the amount of times their wings flap. But they're in so. Second or whatever. But they are so incredibly well designed ergonomically that well their their wings are you know proportionate to their body and, and obviously well they've evolved to be such a way I imagine uh huh there you go up to 80 uh, times per second up to 80 times a second wow that's <coughs> and uh, that helps them hover and you, no wonder they have to uh, swallow so much nectar fly 34 mile an hour not bad. Wow. Some hummingbirds weigh less than a penny. We'll go into it in more depth. Hummingbird. Hummingbird. Very good, Mike. Thanks for that. Hum. Tonight is flight night. It's flight for night. For us. You know we were talking about hummingbirds, Mike? First rule of flight night. Oh, shut up. Carry on. So, flight club. I mean, <laughs> we were talking about uh, we were talking about hummingbirds, weren't we? And uh, I remember reading... We were talking about puffins. No, 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 we'll get to puffins. Ah. We were talking about hummingbirds, and I remember reading a funny, uh, a funny quote because obviously, people obviously look at birds, and they think, and clearly this is how humans probably thought years ago when they were trying to figure out how to give themselves the gift of flight. They must have looked at birds and thought, well, what, what are they doing differently to what we're doing? 
Oh, I see. They've got they've got these two wings, and they they just flap them hard enough and fast enough, and it it, it helps them take off. And I read somewhere how many it is actually feasible. Anyway, there was ex- there was some kind of experiment or or uh, research anyway into the human makeup. And do you know approximately how many times a man would have to flap his wings, uh, flap his arms a second to have a chance of taking off? Arms just as they are. Yeah, now, just as they arms. are. Four million times a second or something. Close. Yeah, it's it's about a million times a second. Yeah. In which case, obviously, uh, your arms would would most likely tear away from the rest of your body. Yeah. Uh, so, it's obviously impossible the way we our physiological makeup is to fly in our current state. Mike, do you believe in the uh, there's an inherent yearning inside man for flight, and he's consistently jealous of the of bird? Of course, it is. There's, it's it's something that we haven't conquered. On a personal level. No, but do you think it's just that? Because obviously there's lots of things we haven't conquered and, and we've... Well, I mean, I, I'm talking about a personal thing, not like a mankind thing. I'm talking to an individual, like, in your psyche. Do you think naturally you long, you, you crave being able to fly? Because some might say... I'm not sure how natural it is. Really? I've, I've got to say, ever since I was a young kid, I've always dreamed of flying. Well, so have I. As in individually, not not like oh, I want to build a plane and and fly. As in, uh, I just want to have a pair of wings and be able to just travel the world from the sky. You, no, that would be good, but I'm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, do you know what I think it would be? But why? Why? Do, I suppose that's what you're asking, isn't it? Really? Why do we? Want, yeah, I mean. Why do we want to? But w- no, the other thing is, it seems to be a very common thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, almost everyone you talk to thinks it's a wonderful idea. So what I'm saying is, well, I'd say it's probably it o- be... only people that are maybe scared of heights that would be against flying. But even then, you, you don't have to go ten thousand feet. You know, you could just hover a, a few feet above the ground. I mean, you may as well run. Do you think it's because it represents the ultimate freedom? Possibly. It's probably got a big, big. The man oh, yearns for freedom, like yeah. constantly. Yearning. Free as a bird. Yeah, exactly. And then there's the old saying of uh, what what look what always looks where it can't go, cage bird. And that's kind of a metaphor for everything. It's like you know, it's like mankind. You know, you get all the old, uh, usually corporate buzzwords about fulfilling your potential and don't let yourself be a cage bird. Always looking on the outside, hoping that someone might open the cage door. And they say, you know, you've got to break out the cage yourself. Forget about metaphors. I don't care who you are, what socio-economic background you come from. If you're a poverty-stricken, famine-ridden African orphan, or if you're a fat venture capitalist in the West, I think it connects everyone, that everyone has this craving, this desire to be free and, and just roam the skies. It, yeah. I, it's one of those uh, levelers, I think. Universal yeah. human leveller. And that's why I decided to discuss it tonight, to be quite honest. I thought, you know, can we can we poke at this? Oh, I Like a rotting it. corpse in the street? I can post it. Post? <laughs> I can even poke at, uh, at most things. And in fact, I do. Yeah. Especially well, rotting corse- corpses in the uh, in the street. And I can't get my words out today. Well, yeah, they're... I, I heard There's one bit. thing I don't struggle ever to get out. Oh, dear. Well, 
you know, I heard you like poking, rot- poking rotting corpses because, of course, you're proud to say that you've never done it with someone who's uh, not given consent. Exactly. <laughs> because where there's no voice, there's no consent. And exactly. there's no denying of consent. Whether they be a corpse or just unconscious. <laughs> that's too far. That's too well, far. Well, that's what she said. I was going to say whether it's a corpse of a badger in the road or... I'm not in a tree. Michael always finds something to poke. And he holds a goal. All right. I think we missed the point a little bit. We, I think we did. We see. We digressed. We spent. We spent. Your fault. We spent a few minutes, gently, gently rising above, and and getting to that point where we'd actually left the vulgarity and toilet humour behind. We couldn't and do we, it. And we, we were rising to an Empyrean level of human understanding. And then you just, We just can't do it. No. You you did that as well. You were you were Icarus, you flew too close to the sun well, with your wang out. <laughs> My wang got burnt. You got burnt and you you plummeted to Earth and now here you are with a broken wang and <laughs> no wings anymore. Awful. Drink some Red Bull. Well, they do say it gives you wings. <laughs> Or is that gives you shits? I, I never remember. Both. Oh, okay. I'm glad we got that straight. Never anyway, mind, that's for another night, potentially. We're talking about flight tonight. <laughs> it's flight night, flight club. Yeah, g- give us some more from fl- flight club. Some more from flight club? Yeah. Um, what else? Well, what, 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 else, what else flies? Puffins? <laughs> so... Given the opportunity, okay. I was always going to steer it towards puffins. You know this. Yes. Okay. Uh, you should have thought about it. Let's 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 talk about our sex, fl- baby. Let's talk about no, you and me. Let's talk about our favourite flighted animals. Uh, we've talked about hummingbirds. We're going to talk about puffins, clowns of the sea. All right, seabirds. They uh, they love fish. <laughs> they love tumbling. They yeah. like making making asses of themselves. They're happy to be the clowns of the party. Every day they're puffling. And every day they're puffling. There's is is a baby puffing called Aaron? It's called a puffling, Mike. Oh, puffling. Because every day they be puffling. That's number 55 on the 60 happy facts or whatever it was you yeah, posted on my Yeah, man. Wall. Yeah. So, other than puffins... Every day I'm puffling. <laughs> well, you remember there's, um, there's, there's those birds that are named, all, all named after crossings that are quite similar to puffins? Got pelican, the, yeah, the pelican, yeah, the toucan. I was thinking of the toucan is toucan. pretty similar, pretty similar, isn't it? Do you uh, know what kind of crossing it was? What a toucan? To, yeah, what, what what is a toucan crossing? It's one where bikes can cycle over as well. You can if you're on your bike because you not you have to get off, don't you? If you're on your bike, oh. cross. Okay. But I think they're the ones that you can actually cycle over if you're on a bike. Oh, so and the only difference is over. it has a, a symbol for cyclists and leaves it longer for you to get across or something. Mm, uh, so it's so to do with lane. the sequence of lights as well. Oh, yeah, because cyclists can go at a different time sometimes. I, I can't Or cyclists... I, yeah, they direct cyclists in, in I've, the I've direction I've blagged of the that traffic. much. I've blagged that much. I'll be honest okay, with you. Okay. I'm uh, no, guessing but, is, that. There, is there such a thing as a, a puffing crossing? Yes. Oh my god, what what is this? No, I don't know. Uh, I think, I think, I think, I think there probably is. is yeah. I think there is. There's a puffin crossing. There's a toucan crossing. There's a pelican crossing. Zebra, but that's not a bird. <clears throat> speaking. Oh, by the way, speaking of pelicans, I've got a funny story. Go on. When I was on the beach in Western Australia, somewhere, 
uh, it, it was like it was surreal. It was like being in in a, a Dali daydream. But we we went to this beach. I think it was a shell beach. Anyway, that there, there were pelicans everywhere, <laughs> like everywhere, just mingling with the humans. And the, fu- the funny thing about pelicans is obviously when you're a kid you think of a pelican you think oh what got that massive beak hasn't it but you don't realize that they're actually very large birds anyway yeah they're, we're not they're not like two feet tall they're they're literally they they stand around about five feet tall most of them and they're just like they've got massive bloody pads on their feet and they're just they're strutting their stuff amid all the humans on this beach Fair and play. It, it was really surreal to watch and I tell you what, you don't want to mess with a pelican because you throw a punch at one of them, they open their mouth, just falling in, you're not coming out. You bloody idiot. Anyway, that was my funny story for the day. <laughs> Wonderful. That's enough of that. The following section has been removed due to copyright infringement. Sorry about that. Fight the power. Ooh, I fell in love with a Greg Ross face. I fell in love with a Greg Ross face. Aside from Mike's way I'm feeling, I just can't. Aside from Mike's beautiful singing, uh, the last track was oh, Smashing Pumpkins with Greg Ross. Despite my rage, I'm still just Nicolas Cage. And we're talking about flight on Late Night Large. We're talking about flighted G's that we respect. It's a G thing. Yeah, that we respect. Mike, we've talked about massive respect. Yeah, we talked about hummingbirds, pelicans, puffins, toucans. What we to haven't play that game. What we haven't talked about is dragons. Correct. There's there's some stupid like I there's some stupid mythological stuff about well, the breathing fire, which is a load of bollocks. No, it's true. But. You'd have been told at some point in your life. Grown. Well, you well, you'll know this. Um, do you not remember me kicking that that dragon's ass? Uh, vaguely. Do you not? But the thing, know, like, there's no, no, some the stuff thing, about it in like, uh, uh, is it the Bible? Something like that. <laughs> the, uh, the thing I most some books, some geezers were writing. I don't know. But, uh, no, anyway, it got lost in translation. Dragons can't breathe fire. The uh, the dragon breathing fire mythology came about when uh, old Eric, the uh, the dragon down the road, popped into the Dash Mahal and ordered a, a large special. Yeah. Well, there you go. So that's where that myth got mixed up. But dragons well, are dragons dra- are dragon cool. slayed. Yeah. Breathe fire. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's just in the good old days. They used I think to, so. They used to breathe I, fire. Yeah, I, I think a lot of inbreeding has kind of reduced their their uh, potency now. I don't think they can breathe fire. No. They can still roar and kind of make a bit of a mess. No, of, they try and of, give it the bigger of citadels, but yeah, they give it the bigger, but uh, none of them are big enough. You know what I'm saying? No, because you uh, use your propulsive force to. Um, I don't know. Slay them with my mighty sword. Fight club. Yeah, fight club. <laughs> so yeah, other than dragons, Shh, don't talk about flight club. We got <laughs> it's the first rule, man. What else we got, Mike? What other flighted creatures? Oh, albatrosses. Lo- lo- got to love a-, a bad omen. I love, I love omens. Harbingers of doom. They're great. Yeah, R- absolutely. Really unsettling and brilliant. What else we got? Uh, eagles, eagles. Where vo- eagles there? Where equals tear <laughs> exactly, and of course, who doesn't uh, great? Who doesn't love a good bird of prey? But also, we we love a good vulture as well. You got scavenger. Vo- you love a good scavenger. 
Did we did we mention puffins? No, I don't think we did. Do no. We? Okay, Mike. Let me let me put this to you. Okay. Oh, I'll put something to you. <clears throat> let me put this to you. Oh, you're not putting anything to me. Oh, you don't have a choice. Shut up. So That's let me let said. me put this to you. Is there anything than worse than being a flightless bird? No. That's got to be pretty bloody Sorry, awful. I should I should rephrase that. Not worse, because that makes it sound like it's actually a really... No, more embarrassing, let's say. Yeah. Yeah, no, but being a flightless bird is... Oh, it's not good, is it? Nah, it's pretty... I mean, can we... I, the thing is, you can think of flightless birds easier, probably, than flighted birds, because we've obviously got emus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ostriches, who, yeah. who, by the way, are vicious fuck. Penguins. Penguins, obviously, but yeah, ostriches, great, aren't they? They they don't want to listen to you. They just bury their head on the ground. Yeah. What? Well, I, I can't see too much. They pick the fuck out of you. Well, yeah. And if you are big enough to do something about it, they'll run away. And you're going to catch the fuckers. Some might say that ostriches are a little bit like a, a good wife. When you get on at them, Especially they bury their head in the sand and don't listen. And when they do want to listen. They spit and peck and basically chase you around. Good wife? Mm. <laughs> uh, not sure about that one. No? <laughs> no. Bitch, got to be in her place. Oh, no. Got to control you, ho. Speaking of ho. Bitch, be pecking you and shit. Do you want to give any shout-outs tonight, Mike? I don't know, do I? You're saying it like there's someone I've told I'll give a shout-out to and I've forgotten. I'm going to give a shout-out to the dodo. The dodo? The, the greatest flightless bird of them all. Oh, the dodo. Yeah. Poor dodo. Bring back the dodo. Dead as a dodo. Yeah. Bring it back. We miss you. Bring it back. <laughs> um, I, I think personally it's an ancient ancestor of the puffin. The dodo. The puffin's like the LGBT version. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, what, Kev? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kev. Oh, the no, biggest no, fella. We need, we need to stop that. So, what I'm trying to say is, do you think these flightless birds, do you think they're, I mean, do you think they look at humans and think, I got the raw end of the stick, really, raw end of the deal, rather. The, the, no, the raw end of my... The sharp end of the stick. stick. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're thinking to themselves, I got the sharp end of the stick, wait a minute, the humans get all the intellect and sentient knowledge that they want, and awareness, and they, yet they're jealous of us birds because we can fly. Whereas I'm a bird and I can do neither. Yeah, it's got to be pretty shit. Unless you're a penguin, because penguins at least can swim and march, as we've seen in and so dance, many films. Apparently. And dance, happy feet. They have happy feet, apparently, as well. And happy they feet. get. Do they get eaten by killer whales? <laughs> I forget. Yeah, they get eaten by everything, I think. Ouch. <laughs> by everything. It's yeah. a bit of a raw deal being a penguin, really. Oh, I've eaten a few penguins in my time. Oh. <laughs> Who hasn't, to be fair? Let's, be, let's yeah. be fair. You bite the head and the tail off, and then you suck the uh, teeth through it. There's nothing better. Absolutely nothing better. We're sorry, Pingu. We're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry, Pingu. We ain't your mum and dad, and many more of your brethren. Yeah, but we, <laughs> in my defence, I was hungry. <laughs> in so. my defence, you were fucking tasty. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're just going to apologise for that. Okay, Mike, maybe we should move away from flighted creatures of all kinds. Okay. Let's get back to mankind flight. Do you... The Wright brothers. Yeah. Take it back to the Wright brothers. Take they, it back now, y'all. It was a dream of probably many, many of their ancestors. They, you know, they had a can-do spirit. They they put it into action. They thought, 
you know what? We're never going to grow wings. More modern medicine's probably never going to give us wings. Have they tried uh, flying without wings? Apparently, the the song was not actually written at that time. No. No. Oh, I can't believe it. But I think even if it had been, they might have discovered it was an unfortunate metaphor. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, the Wright brothers, they were can-do can attitude. They they said, you know what, I think we can fly. We've got to forget this wings nonsense. We've got to forget taping bits of yeah. cardboard to our back. Let's try and build a machine. I believe A I machine that will propel us into the skies above. Hmm. We're going to discuss more to do with flight and break the cardinal rule of flight club after our final track. Don't be a puffin. Listen to Late Night Large. Flamingo. That's another flightless bird that I really dig. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, interesting colours. I, uh... Dragonflies. Yeah. There's another flying creature. Flash flying, though. Yeah. Yeah. Humans have managed to construct lighter-than-air vehicles that raise off the ground and fly due to their buoyancy in air and water. Boing. Can you believe that? Yes. <laughs> so can I, actually. Next question. <laughs> an aerostat is a system that remains aloft primarily through the use of buoyancy to give an aircraft the same overall density as air. Examples might be things like hot air balloons, uh, blimps, zeppelins, those kind of things, I think. Yeah, buddy. Mike, speaking of flight, okay, let's go to the various things you can fly. Uh, A kite? No, 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 fly in as a human. Oh. For instance, so so which which of these would you prefer to fly in? Hot hot air balloon? Right. The duff blimp? Right. Uh, a zeppelin, which is quite yes. similar, but more like a warship. I know what a zeppelin is, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm okay. I'm trying to describe oh, okay. that as in terms of a warship. Um, a chair with many many helium balloons tied to it. Uh, a microlight aircraft. Right. A lawnmower engine fueled with rocket fuel and a hang glider. <laughs> right. Uh, or a passenger, a private passenger plane. Which of those would you rather fly in? Uh, well, I'm going to be honest. I can't believe you've asked me that question. You should know the answer. Yeah. Uh, as well as one else. The Duff. The Duff Blimp. The Duff Blimp. Hey there, Blimpy boy. Fly into the sky so fancy free. Duff Man is thrusting in the direction of the problem. <laughs> Duff Man can't breathe. <laughs> oh no. Okay, the Duff Blimp. No problem. That's uh, <laughs> That's an easy one. That was easy. Yeah. Um, like someone else we know. <coughs> Some things that Ooh. fly do... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ooh. Some things that fly do not generate yeah. propulsive thrust through the air. For example, uh, well, they, they're giving, uh, they're giving an example of animals. Of course, gliding is another option for, for flying. But, I mean, that's, that's kind of flying light, isn't it? I mean, hang gliding is great, but you still have to get to like a cliff top and whatever to... Or a hill to leap off to get any kind of flight. I've been gliding. Really? Yeah. I, I've been microlighting. It's very cool. Obviously, I I kind of work for the company as well. But if I had like the kind of disposable income, I I can't think of much cooler things to do than be a microlight pilot it, because it it is that dream, isn't it? It's having a little craft to yourself. Dream, the impossible dream. But yeah, being able to bullet the blue sky as Bono once said mechanical flight of course the use of a machine to fly including aircraft like aeroplanes gliders helicopters autogyros airships balloons ornithopters as well as spacecraft ornithopters are so cool 
Uh, ballistic, ballistic flight, Mike. This ballistic flight is more like a one-off force. Yeah, like being flung into a castle wall by a trebuchet, but also like including your crossbow, the crossbow, like me throwing a ball into Mike's crotch. Yeah, uh, obviously a longbow as well. Bullets, bullets would be the m- most obvious modern equivalent of ballistic flight, which probably overused, especially in America. Wow, fireworks, another example. Yeah, yeah, uh, beautiful. Yeah. And of course, space flight—extreme form of ballistic flight. Space flight. What a, you know, what a, what an amazing thing. Space flight. Do you think, fl- do you think the the Wright brothers ever imagined that kind of shit would go down? It's it's funny to think, isn't it? Because I always wonder about these kind of pioneers, like the Wright brothers and Tesla and people like that, who who saw such a massive like landscape of discovery before them, and so many like generations of people before them just couldn't kind of you know couldn't do, couldn't crack anything couldn't get their heads around it exactly and and these people just like pierced that that kind of bubble of ignorance and like crawled in and just said yeah you know what mankind can mankind can actually conquer this but I think like you say space is the final frontier and it's the natural evolution from flight because Many young boys dream of being astronauts. To boldly go where no man yeah. has ever gone before. Now I got to admit, part of me, the the uh, you know the let's call it the uh, conquistador lust, that that uh, desire to conquer unknown worlds, like you say, dominions. Obviously, there's that you know the part of being an astronaut, seeing seeing worlds and and visions virgin realities in front of your eyes that maybe no other person has ever even comprehended but I gotta admit space kind of scares the poop out of me I can't imagine a lonelier place or a more horrifying place to die for instance <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, you, you're just you're on like the absolute wafer thin edge of existence there just like that <laughs> punch the microphone. Uh, yeah, just like that. You're um, you're out of oxygen. You're you're cut off from everyone. No one might ever find your body. No one can hear you scream. No one can. No one can hear you scream. Which is why Mike's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike's make many passes in his practice. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'd love to go to space. Really? Final frontier. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd, uh, I, th- I think that uh, I should have been an astronaut. Well, everyone could say that. What would have made you a good astronaut above everyone else? Every other puffin who... Uh, the fact that I'm fucking brilliant at everything. <laughs> uh, okay, as long as we're clear on that. Well, well yeah. What, uh, what requirements do I not fulfil? Uh, I think there's probably a weight ratio there. <laughs> By the way, speaking of, speaking of space travel... I can't help how much my penis weighs <laughs> shut up speaking of space travel have you ever seen uh, the g-force tests yes that they do yeah that alone scares the crap out of me I mean being strapped in to you know essentially a, a giant mechanical slingshot that's hurling you around in in a permanent circle faster and faster and faster I mean it, w- was it just me who was watching Moonraker and and literally 
whose heart plummeted into their stomach when Roger Moore's uh, you know computer console is uh, is kind of sabotaged by that ninja guy is it yeah and it was turns the uh, it was just you no that scared the shit out of me yeah you yeah. oh shut up pretty pain seriously though G-Force it, it could it's a G it thing it could potentially crush like a tin can yeah I'd be unbob me shut up no well bother me at all all animals and devices capable of sustained flight need relatively high power to weight ratios to be able to generate enough lift and or thrust to achieve takeoff. well that rules you out Mike uh, power to weight ratio I think you'll uh, find that uh, yeah alright all right. extremely powerful so what have we learned about flight tonight Mike and what have we learned about ourselves that I should probably be able to fly right uh, I think that's about as likely as one of your paper aeroplanes actually accomplishing flight rather than a nose dive straight into the ground. I don't know what you got to be mean, but uh, all right. No, but seriously, Peterfile. If you were Mike, could you see yourself? Yeah. Say there's a say say there's a future where you've come into a lot of money, and I can't see it. Could you see yourself? No, no. neither can I. But say you bought yourself a house with. You know, a lot of a lot of kind of acreage, and you had your own kind of workshop, the size of a kind of a, a warehouse, like almost like a, the size of the size of a hangar. Yeah, exactly. Could you see yourself potentially studying engineering and aeronautics and trying to build your own aircraft? Do you think that's a project that you could dedicate yourself to? No, if I had that much money, I'd get someone else to do it for me. I guess, but you I'd be you too. I become too lazy to do it. Really, I'd love to do something like that now. Now that I can't afford to do it, but if I had enough no, money, no, no, but who says you can't afford? Just, yeah, but I'd who says you like, can't afford to do it? I mean, I know this is lame because obviously we live in a in a you know a culture where you literally cannot do anything without money. But what I mean is, there are ways. I mean, for instance, the internet. It's all the, the all the knowledge that mankind has ever. No, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I couldn't learn how to do it. Of course I could. Yeah, but I mean, you could then pick up bits and pieces fairly cheap. You just need to know the right people, really. Oh, scrap. Oh, and, yeah, I'm not sure I'd go for scrap if it's something that I was going to build and tr- and like entrust my life to. I yeah, want no, to but Mike, we're not talking about you know flying like, over the ocean or flying ten thousand feet. You just like to. If you could get a thousand feet off the ground or a few hundred feet off the ground, it'd be impressive. Yeah, and it fucked up. I'll still die. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're one thousand uh, or ten thousand feet up in the air. You're gonna die if it goes all wrong. All right, all right. And you bloody puff in. Basically, you're a pussy. <laughs> Am I fuck? Anyway, I, <laughs> I fear nothing. Anyway, I should just say as well, a, a, a little dream I harbour. I've always had this craving to um, take a little shit. No, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I've always had this little this craving inside to take a little shit on me. Go on to take a hot air balloon flight over the Amazon jungle. Yeah, that would be awesome. I think it would just be the most amazing, awe-inspiring, life-changing experience ever. I wish. It'd be quite scary as well because if something went wrong, you'd be fucked. Exactly. Well, that's why I take a hot air balloon because I don't think I'd ever dare to go on you know on foot through anywhere in the Amazon jungle or, well, yeah, or on the or in, in the Amazon a high balloon goes down and you do survive then you've, you're fucked anyway 
I just well, I'd hope that the people who were piloting the balloon were kind of trained to deal with that. No, they'd all die. Well, I'd I'd obviously throw them to. You're the only one that survived. I'd, I'd throw them to the jaguars and the anacondas and the uh, leeches. You'd be fucked. You've got the minerals to survive. Oh, shut that, up! Mate. This is coming from the man who's like, right. oh, I don't care if I'm only a hundred feet up, I'd still die. No, I. Uh, I would. Well, I wouldn't die, would I? I was just generalising. I'm just saying, like people would die. Yeah, there'd just be a crater. I wouldn't. That, well, you, that you'd be reborn from. Well, you know, Jesus rose. Ag- Jesus happy. rose again, didn't he? So, uh. shut up. Uh, so, Mike, before we go, is there a shout out you'd like to give? Because otherwise you keep saying this. Have I forgotten? Have I said something to someone or something? I thought you might want to give another little shout out. Do you know who? No. No. <laughs> there you go. Mike has refused a shout out. I don't. Well, <laughs> so, um, it's a. Uh, I don't know who I should be shouting out. Okay, well, it's good night from Flight Club. Yes, it is. And if I ever catch any of you talking about this again... There'll be trouble. There will be trouble ahead. (laughs) We'll grow you later, people. Grow you later.